All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Brandy Was Here, the podcast. I am so excited today. This season has been really great. I've been loving all the feedback I've been getting from you all, but I have a guest here today that is just going to blow your minds and open up our perspective today. And I'm so excited because that's exactly what we need at this moment in time. I'm going to let her introduce herself. So Colleen, could you just tell us who you are and what it is that you do? Yeah, Brandy. Firstly, thank you so much for having me. Like, I'm so excited just to be here, collaborate in the energy with you and to serve all your people listening and to just really lean into this juicy conversation today. And I'm a soul mission activator. So what my main objective in life is, is to help people really understand their mission here on earth and help them really expand in their truth and understanding the power that they hold within them to be able to lean and impact, to serve in the way that they're meant to serve and to really like illuminate lights is what I call it or exemplify it as. Yeah. Ooh, that just got me really excited. I'm, I'm so excited to dive in. Um, but before we do that, here's the part that I did not prepare you for, which is our quick fire round of questions. There are seven questions in total. And the idea is that you are just going to, you know, say whatever first comes to mind. You don't need to think about them too deeply. Your answers don't need to be super, super long. So are you ready? Game on, girl. Let's go. (laughs) Game on. Oh, I love it. Okay. First question is, what is the best thing going on in your life right now? Mm, Well, I live in Costa Rica. So like every day I wake up to like that kind of energy and Like yesterday I went to yoga, I did yoga in the jungle. And then my girlfriend and I went for brunch at this like really cute chic cafe. And then we went for a beach walk after by the ocean. And it's just like, that's my life. So that's what I got going on that is like juicy and never mind all the other dynamics of my world. But I'll speak (laughs) to that one for this round of questions. (laughs) I love it. That's lovely. Question two, what is your go-to mantra or affirmation? Hmm. Be the change you want to see in the world. Ooh, I like that one. Question three, what is your definition of faith? It's that um, truth and trust in the aspect of divinity and like really holding space of surrendering into a higher purpose and a higher path. Ooh, what's the one thing you lean on when life gets hard? Spirit for sure. Like just like that divine connection of knowing that I'm going through this for a reason and it's here to teach me something. Mm. What is the biggest misconception about spirituality? Mm. That you have to look outward for the answers when all the answers are within you. Mm. Name a book that has helped you on your journey. Oh my God, there's so many. But let's go to like Power Versus Force by Dr. David Hawkins. What single thing do you want to make absolutely certain you do in this lifetime? Uh, Light up as many lights as possible. Ooh, I love that. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, okay, that was really quick. And I learned so much more about you. If you had another book recommendation to give, what would it be? Yeah, so if we wanted to pair it back to maybe people that are just moving through an energy of spirituality and like one of the books at the beginning phases of my spiritual journey that really helped me um, was the Celestine Prophecy, which was a really amazing Mm. book. Um, It's got a couple of other books that come behind it. But that one I would I would definitely uh, encourage everybody to be reading or even The Alchemist by uh, Paulo Cole. I can never pronounce his last name. Cohilo. But those two are really kind of staple books in movement of energy and understanding like spiritual journeys and stuff. 
Those are good book recommendations. Yeah. And so people listening, add it to your list, add it to your list, <laughs> and, and then we can talk about it. Um, how did you get started in this work? What were you doing kind of before this and what led you here? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a really fun story when, and I love to tell it because it like represents all the things that I'm about. You know, 14 years ago, I started entrepreneurship as a business coach, pragmatic business strategies, growth strategies, franchising companies, leadership development, and was running in that lane. At the same time that I started that company, I started my spiritual journey with a spiritual one to one mentor. I never thought the highways would cross. I never thought that they would ever intersect as I was doing life and moving through life. But in the spiritual side, I kept taking all these courses and programs for fun, you know, just because I was like, oh, this would be cool to learn or this would be cool to kind of step into like animal communication, mediumship, past life regression, um, different channeling aspects, automatic writing, Akashic Records. Like I took all of the courses because I was doing it for fun, just to evolve in my own connection within myself. All the while, the entrepreneurship, you know, coaching side kept moving, kept growing. I kept maneuvering through. And then in 2020, when the world kind of stopped, um, I was also brought to a halt because all the businesses I was working with were all pragmatic brick and mortar businesses. Everybody had to shut down. So all of my income streams went boom. And they stopped because I didn't have a presence online at the time. I wasn't doing a lot of work that way. And I had some quiet moments within myself where there, where spirit kept saying to me, so uh, are you ready? And I was like, what do you mean? Are you ready? You know, like I'm having this conversation with myself, right? And I'm like, what do you mean? Are you ready? Like, we really need you to start embodying this movement of like spirituality in your world and stepping into this and helping people really lean into their mission on earth. I'm like, what do you mean? You know, like, this is like literally what was happening in my field of awareness. And it was like, this was the destined pathway for me to be able to step into. And I kept kind of ignoring the messages moving through. So as the year progressed, um, everything stayed at a halt until October when I finally surrendered in to be able to accept the fact that I was supposed to do this kind of work. I was supposed to speak about it, you know, out into the world. If you knew me personally, you knew I'd taken these courses that this is kind of the stuff I was into, but most I've never promoted it on social media. I never talked about it outside of the scope of good friends. And I was kind of forced quote unquote into the pathway and literally, I was like, okay, in January, I'll launch this and I'll start in January. And then I started getting calls from people like, hey, I got referred to you. I heard you do this like soul mission work and helping me get in alignment with my mission. And I was like, is the universe sending out text messages? Because I never told anybody <laughs> about this, right? And it was like, it was one of those, I couldn't not do it. You know, like I couldn't not step into it. So I stepped out of the gate, started moving through. And then over the years, it's refined, things dropped in, I accelerated stuff and kind of maneuver. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love it's that a storm, story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thunder is moving it. with us as we convert, it we is. Come converse it in this is. conversation. <laughs> um, I, I love that story. And I love like all of those moments where you said you, you were quiet and you surrendered. Was there any mm. kind of inkling, any notion prior to this sort of uh, big revelation, even prior to you taking these course, courses that you were interested in? Was there any kind of inkling that this would be something that you would do? This was a gift of yours. 
Yes, such a great question. And looking back, there was so many times, so many times, like I was that friend that you would call for advice. And I just thought that I was being a good friend, right? Mm -hmm. When at the time I was actually channeling, you know, source and spirit and God's energy to give them advice based on what it is that they were meant to do or their best level of interest. I didn't know I was channeling. I thought that I just knew things, didn't understand where I knew them from. But I just thought that that was a thing that I did. And it wasn't until 2021 where I really started owning the fact that I was a channeler and some people call me a psychic and moving through that energy field. But my whole life, it was always there. And between the ages of 15 to probably 23, I did opposing to my intuition. So imagine getting the hit from God, like you shouldn't go down that alleyway. And guess who went down the alleyway? Me. (laughs) And I've got so many amazing stories about the challenge and struggle I created in my world purposefully to go through an experience to not listen to my intuition. But would you say I was like awakened at the time? No, no. Um, But yeah, it was just like a, a crazy journey of expanding and moving through. Is the audio still okay? Yeah, yeah, you sound you sound okay. Good, fine. okay, because it's like it's like you could see it. It's like no, I, so I see, hard. I see the window. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so my my next question is, you know, once you you started hearing, you know, this inner voice or this this inner pull, so to speak, what gave you the confidence to really trust that? Because I feel like people they get the the ping, they get the warning signs, right? They get these urges from, you know, spirit, their intuition is speaking to them and they don't know that it's their intuition or they ignore it as their intuition or they just don't trust that that's exactly what they're supposed to do. And, and so they don't. So what gave you that confidence to trust it and say, okay, I'm going to surrender to this and move forward? Yeah. So, well, a couple, a couple of things, you know, in, when I was 19 years old, my car got stolen when I was on a road trip. And I remember this story so potently because it just, it literally summarizes everything about intuition. We went out that night. We weren't supposed to stay in this town. There was this huge blizzard. It was my car. And we went out that night to the bar. I'm 19, right? Me and the girlfriends go out to the bar. Like this is 20 years ago. That was still a thing that we did. And, you know, (laughs) We came back from the bar and something said to me, you should empty out your car. And I was like, why? Like, whatever. I'll grab my boots tomorrow. Da, 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 da. Literally, we woke up in the morning. The car was stolen. It was gone the next day. So that was one dynamic of listening that dropped in. Like, I always remember this story because it's such a potent one of like, you were told, you knew, and then that actually happened. The next one is I was going out to take the garbage one day, um, just out to the garbage can. And I got, got this feeling, you should bring your keys. And I was like, why do I need to bring my keys to the garbage? It's like right outside, right? This is the questioning that went through. Literally, I go back and I come back and my door's locked. Randomly, my door's locked. Luckily, the day before, I listened to unlock one of my windows when I got the intuitive hit the day before, because then I could get back in. But it was like this big, challenging space. So why I say that to you guys is in 2021, a girlfriend of mine said to me, I want you to come to my place and do a workshop. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like on goal setting, accountability, like he's, you know, I'm still in the, this businessy kind of mode. Like I still haven't fully surrendered in yet. I didn't do that until the latter part of 2021. And she goes, no, like that thing where we ask you a question and you give us an answer. And I was like, like a psychic. 
And she's like, yeah. I'm like, no, 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 I don't do that kind of work. And all I kept hearing was you need to do this. And that's all I kept hearing. Like it kept, and it drops into my right, right all the time. I'm like, that's all I kept hearing. And I was like, okay, fine. Okay, fine. I'll surrender into this and trust that all of this is going to play out. Three weeks before I stopped drinking alcohol. I stopped eating meat. I stopped eating dairy. I like meditated every day. I did all the things that I thought you needed to do in order to hold a capacity here to be able to maneuver through. I had a game plan. I knew what I was going to teach. I never have a game plan anymore. Like I like riff off, like everything I do is in fluidity. I have an overall concept when I teach stuff, but I'm never like regimented. So it was completely opposing to my natural instinct. I show up, I drop in, and then all of a sudden the plan goes out the window, like it should have anyways. And people start asking me these questions and they're like, how do you know this? And I go, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I know this, but it was like confirmation after confirmation after confirmation moved through my field. And the more I stepped in, the more confirmation I got. And the more I step in, even today, the more confirmation I get. Like, it's like, I get calls all the time. Remember when you told me this, it happened. Do you remember when you told me this, it happened? And I'm like, I don't remember anything, but that's amazing. You know, (laughs) because it all just flows through the channel. But it's like, we keep hearing the whisper. And when we actually step in to trust it in small increments, like the car being stolen or taking your keys, we start to build that rapport within ourselves to be able to hear it more, to accelerate it more, to see the results. And when we fully lead in this energy, it's like everything gets easier. Our whole life gets easier when we lead there. So, yeah. That is really, really powerful. What what I love about that is that, you know, the examples that you gave are kind of everyday examples, right? Simple things like take your keys, right? Or yeah. you know, protect protect your 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 personal property um, in your car. And we have no idea why we're hearing this or what it connects to in that moment, but it's preparing us. It's protecting us. Um, I think people are thinking that their intuition is going to come, you know, like a hurricane, like a bomb being dropped in their world, and everything blows up. You know, when people ask for a sign, they're looking for this enormous performance of something, you know, lightning and all of these things. Right. And sometimes it is just that small, that small urge that's telling you to do something and it may not make sense in the moment. I would actually urge everyone listening right now, pause this because I want you to make a list. Of every time you've had an inkling, every time you've had an urge, every time you've heard a voice, or you had a feeling about something that you did not listen to, and what happened? Right? You know, That's this you is so I love your this. intuition. Yeah. Well, and also too, the one that's keep that's dominant for me to speak out is like make the text, pick up the phone, and make the call. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, it drops into our field, and then it's like. You know, and I don't want to go into a detrimental state, but some people get the ping early on to make the call to that person who they may never speak to again after that, or they're having a really hard day and they're like, how did you know to call me today? It's like our intuition works in multifaceted ways and it shows up as a whisper a lot of the time. Like you said, that small urge, it's a whisper. And our job is to ignite that flame and make it bigger so it's part of our world. So yeah, to tr- I, I, I can only, only say to people is to trust and to start taking yeah. action in that trust. 
Yeah. Yes. Taking that action. And it may not feel, you know, it might feel weird at first, but you don't know what's going to be on the other side of that. Because like you said, sometimes we get this urge, like, oh, this message came to me. I should tell this person. Or I haven't talked to this person in a while. I should contact them. And sometimes when we don't act on it, it's it's too late. Right. Yeah. It's too late. I would say the universe is here to, to guide us um, and to provide us opportunities. But, you know, that opportunity that comes, it may not exist in that same form later on when you think mm-hmm. you're ready. So you got to you got to act on it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um. So, so you have been doing this for a while now, and you say that you help people find their soul mission. A lot of people listening to this podcast are like hell bent on finding their purpose. How is yeah. a purpose different from a soul mission? They're like one in the same. We can call it. Um. One thing though to really kind of align into is that we all have a soul. And every single human being in human form has a soul. It resides in your heart. And I'm on the video right now, Brandy, seeing me like touch my heart where I'm like, it's right here, you know, like in your heart. (laughs) It's in the heart center. And the more we lead from this heart, the more we connect deeper into humanity, deeper into our mission, into our impact, into our relationships, into our connection to self, into our intuitive flow. It all fits in here, right? And So the word purpose almost means like I have something to do in the world where the word mission is like it is embedded, embodied in you and you cannot leave this earth plane until you execute this. Mm. Like that is the vibration of a mission. It's yours to do. Now, some people may be like, I don't want to speak on stages or write the book or be a coach. It's like not everyone's mission is that, okay? Someone's mission could be to be the best mom they can be to that kid who's about to make an impact to 10,000 people, you know, Mm. or your mission could be to help that older woman across the street just so she can go out and do something else in her life. And it's like sometimes the mission is that small, but every single piece of the puzzle is so intricate inside Mm. of this space. And sometimes the purpose is like this grandiose thing and we're all looking for this big thing when... The mission itself is this, these small little actions reoccurring over and over Mm. again that make the vibrational impact in the world. Because once someone's illuminated in their mission, it creates a ripple effect, right? And Mm. each person in their mission is rippling an energy into the world. And when your soul is aligned in its mission, it's emulating this light into the world that is literally electric, changing lives wherever you go car wash, grocery store, you know, you go to the movies with your kids. It's like your light shines brighter and brighter to help impact others. Mm. So that's kind of like the difference. If you have a question to that, Brandy, for me to help explain it a bit more if you want. But yeah, yeah. I want you to talk more about this, this illumination, because what I hear people say often is, you know, I enjoy doing these things. I'm passionate about these things, but I'm not sure those things that people claim as their passions really light them up right yeah like they enjoy doing art but they yeah. don't really share it with anyone so it doesn't have that impact right I know people yeah. who love to write and they just write in a notebook and it stays in that notebook right they'll journal or write for hours and it stays there or they'll be practicing perfecting a talent that they have but they're not really sharing it with the world or they share it but you know they're not really taking that leap to really put it out there. So how do we yeah. get to a point where 
we can take these things that we love, that we're passionate about, that we feel are, you know, in alignment with who we are, how do we then start to make that ripple effect where we feel like that can be light to the world? Yeah, such it's such a great question. So we need to really like reflect on vibrational alignment. Mm. If you are creating something in a vibration of love, of joy, of peace, of passion, like it's, I call it, like I say juicy a lot, like the word juicy. If it's juicy for you, then when you create, whether it's writing, whether it's musicality, whether it's art, whether it's in anything, that energy is embedded inside of that production, okay? It's embedded automatically. Your energy is. Everything is energy. Everything is energy. They can measure energy in our body, in all the molecules of everything that's of substance. Everything is energy. That's physics. I didn't make that up. But it's the exact same thing inside of the space of creation. So when you're creating in that vibration, you are emulating that into the world. So we need to really understand a couple things. If it's in you, it's for you. Meaning if Mm. it's pulsing in your body and you can see it and visualize it and you desire that, then it's meant for you to move it into the world in whatever capacity that is. It doesn't mean that you have to be in the orchestra playing for, for a thousand people on a stage. It could mean that you could be on the corner executing that violin to change the vibration of all those that walk the block that day, you know, or that art goes up on the wall in that building. And every single day when someone walks by it, they feel amazing about their life. Like Mm. that's the impact. So a couple things on how to do this. You got to get over yourself because most of the time we're only thinking about us, right? And we're Mm -hmm. like, I can't, I don't know who's going to like it. My mom won't approve and all the other Mm. BS that we keep circulating in our field saying why we can't. But what if today you just made one decision and says, what if I can? What if I can speak that? What if I can create a book on Amazon with all my writings? What if I can say that poem out loud at the local poetry riff off or whatever it is? What if you can? And what if then it gets easier? And what if you change someone's life because of that impact? One life changed. Would that be enough for you to actually step out? I believe it. And I know it's not going to be one because if this is your pathway and this is where your passion lies, it's going to be more. Maybe you'll never make money at this and it doesn't matter. What matters is the imprint and the impact you create in the world through that vibration. Mm. So, yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I, I could actually end the podcast right here. You've given them everything that they need to move forward. Perfect. <laughs> this, this is great. This I is can great. one light. <laughs> no, I, I think that is so important that people, you know, people are looking to, um, I think deep down inside people are, everyone is looking to make an impact somehow. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. it is, you know, you're, you're changing one person's life and that could have a ripple effect to change thousands and hundreds of thousands of lives, but you don't know that as you're doing it. Right. And so ah. I think that people get caught up on the outcome of like, yeah. oh yeah, I would really love to share my art, but you know, if I post it on social media, it doesn't go viral. then. Somehow I failed, right? Um, Because we're looking at, gosh, this needs to be, in order to have impact, this needs to be a big thing, right? Or in order to fulfill myself, I need to be making a lot of money out of this. Do you believe it's possible for people to be fulfilling their soul mission 
and that kind of not be their main thing, if that makes sense. Like, can people, can I fulfill my soul mission by doing art and sharing it, you know, at art galleries, but then I have a nine to five job that pays my bills, so to speak? Yes, absolutely. So like each mission is built differently. It's the vibration of which we're here to execute. So people could still be working full time. Like I have a client of mine who literally works full time and her mission dropped in that she's supposed to be on the side doing hikes up mountains for people and getting them to explore different dimensions to themselves through these hikes. Like, and she would never do that full time. She loves hiking and it's passionate for her and it amplifies her. And she is so detail oriented to be able to bring in that experience into the world. And when we dropped in and and like went through this together, she was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And so absolutely, Brandy, yes, yes, and yes, that anything can transpire this way. And it can be that if you're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm supposed to do this art. And then that art opens up another experience that someone wants them to come curate stuff in Costa Rica and pay for their whole trip to live here for a year to move that art through and everything is taken care of. And then they meet someone else who expands like, we don't know. And the human mind limits us in our own perception Mm. and what we know. And if we drop that and just follow the cue from the soul, everything we need will be taken care of. Everything. It'll be amplified. We will feel wealth. Like maybe not everyone's supposed to be millionaires, but what if your whole lifestyle was always taken care of and you had no challenges at all in that space and you lived in this peace and love and joy? And it doesn't mean that you won't have your challenges because we're human and we're in this experience to do that. But it means that things get different. They're easier for you. They're easier, right? Mm. You understand the lessons. You can see them more potently. And anything is possible when we lead in this space and how we execute. So, Yeah, yeah. You've hit on something that I say often. People will say, you know, how do I know that I'm in alignment or how do I get into alignment when things start to become easy, right? Mm. When you don't have to fight or struggle to get the things that you desire, even the things that you need, right? You may not be a millionaire, but somehow all your bills are paid every month, right? You may not think you have a lot of impact, but, you know, when you're doing those one-on-ones or when you're creating those things that you are here to create, people are telling you that it's changing their lives, right? It may not get a million likes, but People are coming up to you and saying, this changed my life. I'm so glad you made this. This is my favorite piece. This is my favorite whatever, right? Those things come easy. And that's how you know that you're in alignment. Something that you've been saying a lot, I want to make sure that the audience is clear on this. When you talk about vibration, right, that everything is energy and vibration, what do you mean by that? And how can we recognize sort of the vibration that we're in? Yeah. So... Our vibrations, like if you look around your life, if it doesn't feel good, then you're in what we call a lower vibration, meaning you're attracting to you the things in your world. And this one's sometimes hard for us to swallow because certain circumstances show up or certain environments we were raised in and all this dynamic of things, but we always have a choice to move through. So everything is energy, meaning everything has a frequency, everything that we use from the music we listen to, to the movies we watch, to the people we hang out with, everything has a frequency. So if we desire change in our life, and you probably have heard this before, you know, the 
the life you're living is potentially relevant to the five closest people around you, Mm -hmm. right? And if you want a different life, then you change the game. You go into a room where everybody has way more than you or more skilled than you in this avenue and you become the student in the room looking around going, okay, how do I get some of this on me, right? And when we talk about vibration and energy, it's a frequency. So if I desire more love in my life, how do I put more love out into the world to then bring in more love, right? So like attracts like. It's the same thing that we were taught in school and physics. Like attracts like. Mm. So if I desire more wealth or more abundance, and how do I live in more abundance and more wealth, right? How do I attract that? If I desire to have a clear communication with myself, how do I accelerate my intuition? by trusting it, by taking action in it, by taking action in it, by taking action in it when it drops in to hone in on that vibration. I don't know. Does that make a lot more sense? It does. It does. What are some things that people get wrong about this? Or what are some things that people do wrong when they're trying to either raise their vibration or really understand their vibration? Because you're saying like, okay, take action on this, you know, changing the people you're around, changing your environment. This helps you to create the energy, but what are some things that people often do wrong when they're trying to do this? Cause I can see very easily how people might mistake this. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, one of the things is that they're listening to other people instead of trusting mm. themselves. So this would probably be the number one thing I find a lot is that they're, let's say your heart is saying, you know, if you're in entrepreneurship, um, I really want to launch this program or this, but your business coach says, no, 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 no. You can only do it this way and you have to stay in this box and this is the way to success and this is how we're going to do it. But your intuition is going, no, but I really want to create this and and move this forward. So you're listening to other people where your mom's like, that's never going to work. You should never do that. Why are you making that post out there? That's We don't believe in that stuff, Mm. right? You're listening to other people. So that would be the first thing that I see it often. People are so worried about what other people are going to think and they're, they're not stepping into the purity of their truth and light. They're allowing other people to dictate who they are. So that's the first thing is that they're looking to other people to check in with their truth when their truth is coming Mm. through them and they're not trusting their truth. So that would be the first thing that I would kind of mention in the state of start trusting yourself and listening. And it doesn't mean that they don't mean well, and it doesn't mean that they're not trying to do something, but if it's moving through you, it's for you. And they may never have felt this movement in their life before. So they can't even dictate to you this. Mm -hmm. They're just coming from a place of maybe their scarcity or their lack energy, or they did it this way, you know? And it's like, but that may not be meant for you. And a couple of the other things is like, you're putting it out into the world, but then you're not taking aligned action to bring it in. Like, just like you said, alignment, right? You're desiring this to move through. You're stepping into this. You're envisioning it. You can see it. But then the universe, you know, they say that that joke about God where it's like the man's in a flood and he's like sitting on top of his roof waiting for God and he knows God's going to come and get him. And then a boat goes by and the guy's like, hey, do you want to lift? He's like, no, 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 God's got me, right? And then it does it again and again. And then the man ends up passing away and he goes to heaven and God's like, and he says to God, God, I've been waiting for you. And God's like, dude, I sent you three boats. You know, so, like, so we're not paying attention and taking the aligned action. When we call something in, we're not moving in that space. So those would be the two key things, I would say. Those are two very big <laughs> things. To comment on the first one, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was telling someone this the other day, you know, external influence can be beneficial sometimes. But we have to know when enough is enough. 
I find that a lot of people who are starting a spiritual journey or on a spiritual journey, they want to have a tarot reading every day by a different person. They're constantly checking their horoscope. They are like joining a bunch of different groups and, you know, different people are are channeled differently with spirit, right? So you could talk to three different psychics and they all can give you three totally different messages about your life, right? And you're thinking, okay, I'm I'm being guided by a spirit by the divine. But sometimes getting all of that information is too much because you may not be getting it at the right time in your life. You may not be aligned with the person yeah. who is giving you the reading and all of that seeking is starting to become outside of yourself, right? And so sometimes we have questions and we're thinking, okay, I'm on this spiritual journey. I should do these different spiritual things. I should, you know, go to a shaman or I should do this. And sometimes it's just a bit much. So I would encourage you to kind of reel back and really kind of um, decipher, be uh, discerning about what you actually need in your life when you actually need Mm -hmm. someone to sort of guide you or mentor you in a certain direction, and when you need to just trust yourself. Um, And that can be hard to do. But I always say, you know, scale back down and and get to the basics. And that is you being with you and listening to you before you start to reach out to other people. Because if you need something, spirit knows what you need. And, you know, Mm-hmm. God will send a boat <laughs> when you need that boat, yeah. right? Not, not a moment before. Well. So, so I think people can get a little, a little crazy with that too, especially like with readings as well. Like, oh, I'm reading this book. I'm reading oh, yeah. this book. I'm reading this book. Especially as people are like searching for their their soul mission, right? Oh, I want to read this book. I want to read this other book. And sometimes Spirit is telling you, just get started. Just act on that thing. Right. You don't need to be yes. an expert in it to get started. Um, so I think that's really powerful. Mm-hmm. Something that that folks definitely needed to hear. For sure. <laughs> um, I, I love it. And that's so you. funny. I used to work oh, with the. Oh, I was going to say, we used to work with a psychic and her energy was you can only see me once every six months. If that like you cannot come back like in between because I want you to lead in free will. So just something to comment on that. So yeah, go ahead. What did you want to ask me? Yeah, yeah. Free will. That's I think that's what we forget. Free will is <laughs> very important. Um, excuse me. I think the other thing I wanted to ask you is as we are looking to activate our soul mission, right? We're trying to, we're, we're listening to all the advice you just gave. We're doing better to get into alignment. We are doing better to monitor our own vibration. We are acting on our intuition. Um, we are moving forward, right? Into the things that are lighting us up, right? How do we go about maintaining this? Because I think that, you know, it's a place that people want to get to. But like you said, we are looking at other people for confirmation. And this journey can get a little lonely, right? So how do we maintain our light when we feel like we're walking in our soul mission, but we haven't really built that community around us that is totally in alignment with what we're doing? Yeah. So a couple things, you know, like I was restricting, uh, people dropping into my physical world, um, to serve as friendships for a long time. Like I had one, my ex-boyfriend who 
uh, is still a good guy friend of mine, used to be my confidant. And when we went through our breakup, he could no longer hold that position for me. So I started asking the universe, God, uh, source, spirit, and uh, the power is going in and out here. I'm like, don't worry about it, God. We got this covered. Um, I started asking him for help, for friendships, for different people coming in that I could fully embody my crazy, quote unquote, aspects to me that I could talk about channeling. I could talk about what I see. I could talk about the energies moving through my world. I could speak into that and step into that space um, with them. And then they started to show up because I was starting to be present and open myself up to that. So especially now, Brandy, I'm just going to say the world is not a Lone Ranger any longer. We did the Lone Ranger energy years ago, and that was a thing. We are now working in collectives. So if there is someone out there leading in their soul mission feeling alone, it's because they've created that in their space. And I want to call you out on it now that you do not have to go there. So start to lean into other places, start to reach out to people. Because if someone DM'd me and said to me, oh my God, I listened to your podcast or I heard you on Brandy's podcast or I did this and I really feel your energy and would love to be friends with you, I'd be like, amazing. Let's jump on a call and chat and get to know each other. Like that would be amazing for me to be able to connect into because I get that language and I get that understanding. But most people hold fear like they don't want to speak to me. They don't want to do this, you know, and I have multiple times in my life and examples where I just stepped in and just took the action anyways and trusted the hit coming through. But it's like really honing in on and leading in this requires you to always be in your heart. And it requires you to keep dropping in here because most of the time, all of us have been conditioned to lead with the mind, right? And lead with here and think about it. And how are we going to do this? And all those other dynamics when it's through this heart center that we actually lead in the mission. And the more we drop in here, like you said, the easier everything gets. The people around us start to come into play. You're like, oh, it just happened upon this person in the Mm. quinoa aisle at the grocery store. You know, like it's like it's magical how it all comes together when you stay in that vibration. So, yeah. 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 I love that. We do operate entirely too much in the mind. How do we really know when Mm -hmm. we're operating from our heart? Because as you said, we are conditioned to, you know, to Mm -hmm. think first and then think again and then consult five people and, you know, wait for the answer. How do we know when we're really following our heart? Because if you're thinking about it, then you're not in your heart. And when you drop into your heart and you feel it and it drops into a vibration, then you can lead within the heart. Like you feel it. It feels different. It connects differently. You know, I had a client of mine once asked me this question about how to stay in their heart center. So I actually created a free meditation on YouTube that people can go and expand their heart opening and actually step into their heart. So if anyone is feeling that, they can go to my YouTube channel and listen to that to be able to feel what that feels like because the energy is different. You know when you're in your heart and you know once you start working here, when you drop into your head, like you know, it just changes. Everything changes because now you're pragmatically here instead of dropped into the space of connected here. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I will drop mm-hmm. that link in the show notes too for, for the YouTube and so you can get all of those those free downloads and videos. Um <laughs> that is wonderful. I love that. Um yeah, I think we we make things more difficult than they need to be, right? Because we're constantly overthinking mm-hmm. things and not just going with the flow is which is what we kind of started off this conversation talking about how to flow into life 
I would say, you know, some people are listening and they're saying, yeah, I want to be in my soul mission. Um, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid that if, mm-hmm. you know, I'm no longer seeking, right, and I have found what I've been looking for, then what? Right. Then then how does that change my identity if I am not looking for something, but I found it? So once I find my soul mission, then what do I do? Yeah, it's such a great question. So like I I am super clear about my mission here on Earth, but every single day I'm seeking. I'm still Mm. seeking new things, learning new things. I'm curious about life. Like I ask these random questions that are like potently there. So we never stop the journey. The Mm. journey just gets heightened and it's more juicy and it's more pleasurable and it's more desired than it was before because we are aligned. So we never actually stop the seeking. The seeking becomes more potent in our field Mm. of awareness. But the one thing to note about that identity is that Maybe your whole life you've been playing in an illusion of someone you think you need to be when that is actually not you. So one of the things that this mission will collapse is you thinking you need to be that and you positioning yourself to be that and you challenging and challenged in that space to be that where then all of that drops and you can just be you and imagine Mm. what that might feel like. So, yeah. 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 Letting go of the labels of who or what we think we should be in, allowing things to mm-hmm. to just be. I love that too. Yes. Is there something that you think everyone should be or could be doing right now to just improve their life and to get closer to their soul mission? Yeah, I just think leading with your heart. So stop thinking about things and start to drop into your heart. Where are you being guided? And it most likely is not going to make any sense because our mind is where the sense lies, where our heart is leading us into experiences. And you may not know why, or you may not know how, like I ended up on a trip to Vegas because I was leading with my intuition to send some burlesque dancer a message one day. Um, Literally this happened. And it's like, you don't know why you're doing things, but you're following the lead that's taking you down a pathway. And it's for sure not going to make sense. I guarantee you it won't. And it would be like, that doesn't make any sense. And how are we? No house. Just if we lead in more here, you're going to watch it expand more. You're going to be able to hear more, listen more, connect deeper with people, relationships, your yourself even. It's a powerful, powerful tool that we forget about. So, yeah. Yes, yes. Don't focus on the how because that is you, you overthinking, mm-hmm. right? When you try to focus on the how and try to plan out all the little details. Don't, don't save yeah. yourself some time and, and, and some stress there. <laughs> um, I want to talk about, so you are providing my audience with a free training. Uh, and the training is called Three Ways to Own Your Truth in Life and in Business. What is that and how might this help the audience? Yeah, well, it's um, it's a video that I created, like literally leaning into your truth. So each of us has a truth. It's our soul mission. It's our soul. It's your blueprint or vibration. Your truth may be different than my truth. And that is amazing because everybody's truth needs to come through. 
But most of us are not playing in this game of life that way. We're playing in someone else's truth. We're abiding by someone else's conformity. We're stepping into that space of doing life because someone else says. And once we start to live in this vibration, we can then feel more, expand more, step in more. So it'll just help you get a better sense of things. And then also to that meditation on YouTube, will just help you guys start to move it through and put it together and accelerate it. And some of you are doing an amazing job already. And then those things will just heighten that even more and take you to the next phase. So, yeah. Yeah, that is an awesome resource. I'm actually going to get it myself. So I'll, I'll put all this in the show notes so that you can grab it. And then we can, of course, you know, chat on social media about it and what it is unlocking for you. Um, I don't have any other questions except the question that I always ask. Is there anything that I did not ask you that you feel you want to let the audience know? Yeah. I, all I want to say to everybody kind of closing out is this, is that you matter in the world. And I want you to really feel that in your body and understand that you matter. Your mission matters, your vibration, your energy, your, you know, who you are in the world matters. Each piece to the puzzle is important. So owning your piece and being all in, in all of that juicy flow is what helps humanity move through the dynamics that we're dealing with right now. So I think that's all I would re- would want to leave somebody with, I think. Oh my gosh. I love that. You matter. I think somebody listening right now needed mm-hmm. to hear that. So thank you for saying that. Last but not least, let folks know what you're up to and where they can find you out there on the internet. And of course, again, I'll put all this in the show notes, but just shout out what you're doing and how we can support you. Yeah, well, Instagram's my playground and my jam. And so I always have multiple ways to play with me that are going through the field over there. So if you just want to check me out on Instagram, I am going to mention I do have a very bold brand. So I own who I am as a rebel in the world. So just know that that is a thing for me. Um, But all the way through my stories, there's a link in my bio, you can check out stuff. I somewhere along the way have somewhere between eight to 20 offers going at once that people can buy in, purchase, lean into at any time, because I feel like people need choices and budgetary wise, energy wise, whatever that is. So like, I don't have a website on purpose. And I just come and play with me on Instagram. And I'd love to be able to serve you in some way, shape or form there. So yeah. Mm -hmm. You all heard it. I will put her Instagram for you to click on and follow, and we will meet you over there. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. You've given the audience so much knowledge. I even taught myself something today um, that I did not know. So I am grateful to have had you on the podcast. Oh, Brandy, thank you so much for like this container and for having me too. I just, I'm really grateful to be here. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Well, guys, as always, you know, let us know what you're thinking about the podcast. Find us on social media, leave us some good feedback and some good notes, and we will see you next time.